0: This week on the TorontoGames.com podcast, we talk about Blow from Capybara Games, Severed coming out soon, and Jake Budno joins us for some audio talk. What's up everyone, this is episode 30 of the TorontoGames.com podcast, the number one news site for Toronto Developed Games. I'm um, one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind Um With me, as always, is Brett from Hard Circle. What's up? And uh, still freelancing.
1: Yeah, I am still freelancing. <coughs> there you go. Still, <laughs> still on the. It is
0: going actually pretty good. So freelancing is getting better. There you go. Still free agent. So yep. He's his own boss right now. Yep. yep. Uh, that other voice you hear is Dan from Composing Dan. What is up? And uh, special special guest joining us for episode three zero is uh, Jake Buttono from uh, you may know him from the hit single of the intro to this podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello everyone, hi. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so. Jake, thanks for joining us, man. Uh,
2: I'm happy to be here.
0: Really? Um, for people who might not be super familiar with with you or, or whatnot, what what uh, who are you? What do you do?
2: Uh, so hi, I'm Jake Buttono. Uh, I am a media composer in Toronto, so uh, working on video games, working on internet media, working on films, TV animation, all that fun stuff. Uh, I, I went to school at York. Uh, I'm like not even a year past graduation, so I'm still very much a noob. But uh, I'm I'm loving this community. The Toronto game dev community is just like oh, everyone is so cool. It's so good. So I'm I'm really happy to be here. Nice. And what are
0: some other what are some of the games that, or what are some of the stuff, if people want to check out, like, your work, I guess, where
2: where should they go? Uh, they can go to jakebutnow.ca. Uh, I have a Twitter, uh, Jake Butno. I have a SoundCloud, Jake Butnow. uh I have a Facebook, but don't look at that one. Um, <laughs> go ahead yeah, on <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been doing a lot of electronic music and stuff But, uh, you know, just go take a look at my sounds I do some remixes uh, I got a Doom remix, uh, Undertale remixes It's good stuff, it's cool So uh, so you went to York, you said? Mm-hmm, yeah And, and uh, you did music there, I guess? Yeah, I did composing uh, When I went in, I started with like a split of uh, classical performance mm-hmm. and composing And then after the first year of classical performance, I was like, no no, I can't do this. It's uh it's not my thing. I got up to grade 9 RCM. Mm. Um but Thanks. it just it just wasn't my thing like um I I still perform because uh my my mom is a fiddle player actually. She's one of like the one of the bigger fiddle players in Canada, so cool, I'm dude. I'm into that community like I back up piano for fiddle players, but I've been kind of slowly getting out of that too cuz I just I like the process of seeing like a product come from like, you know, nothing and then seeing it on a screen, it's just like, it's the coolest thing ever. I, I like it so much more than being on stage and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So, but yeah. yeah, the York, the York program is, uh, not really geared towards media that much. Um, at least on like the, the educational side of things, but the film program is like so closely integrated to Like, or I should say the film community, Um, like all of the film students and all the music students are kind of all shoved into one place. So I got I got a lot of experience working on film, which was really great. But then I got out of university and I was like, but I don't even like film. So why aren't I doing video games? And so here I am. (laughs)
3: Nice. Nice. Cool, man. Nice.
2: Um,
0: Perfect. With that, with all the intros done, let's go on to hype time. Hype. 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 (laughs) Hype.
3: Nice. <laughs> I was waiting for that, Jake. I'm on the ball today.
0: Uh, Brett, you're you're up to bat. Since you're you're the, oh. main, you're the hype man, you're the I'm the hype man. Yeah, most uh, most of these events are either run by you or mostly just run by you. <laughs> so true. And I know but, we got a, we got a big one this weekend or this week. So yes, we do. No,
1: uh, uh, we should put this out there that if there's anyone that is actually running events and wants some hype on the podcast to direct message myself or Steve, mm-hmm. since I, I'll be in charge of hype. I don't mind. <laughs> Dude, I'll take it. That could be your I'll title. Director of I'm hype. I'm the hype man. Director of hype. <laughs> <laughs> All aboard the hype train. So if you want on the hype train, just uh, you know send me a direct message of what your event is, um, and I will try and be responsible and put it on the website. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll it's, try. It's not uh, hype. Time isn't like hype. Brett stuff or Steve's stuff. Yeah, it's, it's just hype. It's
1: meant to be for everybody. Yeah. Anyone, any event that's going on in in the GTA or Hamilton or Niagara or wherever. So send it, and
0: we will hype it. Episode yeah, thirty may, may have we should have probably mentioned that earlier, but whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
3: episode thirty-one.
0: Episode
1: thirty-one. <laughs> the, the quest for new hype. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so just putting that out there for anyone who is listening, uh, just so you know, it's not always the Brett Hype show, even though I am now the director of Hype. Director hype. Of hype. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no no pay increase, just a new title.
1: Yeah, that's fine with me. I like Hype anyways, so... Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are we doing? Hmm. We have uh, Game Dev Drinks is next week, um, which I've been hyping for the last couple of weeks. Um, so that'll be oh jeez i I've been hyping it so much I'm actually forgetting the dates
0: wednesday march twenty
1: third at six uh, to 7 seven p m is when we roughly open it up and it starts at seven thirty like the talk will begin at seven thirty with Andrew Spearin, who will be talking about insurgency um I haven't confirmed that there will be a demo yet, which I will do sometime today <laughs> I'll update that on my twitter uh the game devs at game, uh, at game dev drinks uh, Twitter. And uh, that's really the only event that I have planned right now. Unless I'm missing something, but
3: I think that's the only one. Nice. How, how did those other events go that, that, that were. Yeah, you gave a talk on Thursday or something, didn't
1: you? Oh, yeah, the Thursday talk. Uh, that went really good at Mac, McMaster. Uh, McMaster. Uh, it was just a small group of guys that run the uh, Mac GDA. Um, it's called McMaster Game Developers Association. And it was only like a group of six or seven uh, dudes that were there and we just talked about uh, game design fundamentals. Pretty much the bare bones, the very basics, the beginning of making a game. Mm -hmm. And they loved it. It was great. Like I didn't really know what I was going to talk about, but it worked out pretty well. And they asked a lot of questions and uh, they want me to come back for another one, maybe in another month or a couple months from now. So it was really fun. So. I'm definitely nowhere to build this talk from too, so that was good. It was it was it was, it was just good. Nice. Yeah, nice, they got man. a lot out of it, which was what I really wanted
3: to happen. Sharing the knowledge.
1: Yeah, exactly. Sharing the knowledge. And they liked they liked it. Like it was good. So Nice, man. Dan, you got
3: anything? Um, as usual, I do not have anything. <laughs> 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 there's no there's no time for hype in my world at the moment mm-hmm. um all i do is hype uh brett's events and bring people to them <laughs> i'm actually bringing i'm bringing godino i'm bringing anthony godino out uh for the andrew spearing one this this coming week what up
0: anthony uh, yeah, you can hype up Jazz Time after or Jazz the Jazz event or whatever. That's always
3: after Game <laughs> Day Drinks, but I've never. Yeah, I've uh, got lots of stuff to hype. They're just not about video games. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> not about video games at the moment. Jake, uh, you got anything you want to give a shout out to or
0: anything like that? Any there, there,
2: yeah, there is something. Uh, make games with friends at Bentomiso. It's happening on Monday, twenty uh, first, from six thirty to nine thirty. They actually they split games with friends into make games with friends and play games with friends now. So this is like make oh. games with friends number one. Uh, it's the inaugural event. Um, so I guess this one is actually like like it's still public and inclusive and everything. But anyone who wants to go get like like into the gaming community, like the the game dev community, yeah. uh, can go there. And then I guess like later on or like next month they'll do play games with friends, which is same people but like you just go and chill instead of like get tips and stuff. So yeah, happening Monday if you want to be a game dev.
3: So is it kind of like a jam or no? Uh,
2: no, it's more just uh, like bring what you have or don't bring anything and just give people feedback. Like I've, I've met a lot of people uh, through just going and playing people's games and giving mm-hmm. them some feedback. It's kind of like a, a playtest light. But you right. don't have to bring something. You can just show up and check out people's stuff. It's, it's cool. It's a good community. So Awesome.
3: Yeah, I've been, I've been out there uh, not, a, not a lot a handful mm-hmm. of times over the last couple of years and yeah it's always a good time
0: mm-hmm. I've been, I haven't been to the the make games or play games with friends but I've, I've been to the bit bazaars and mm-hmm. uh and mm-hmm. they had a f- event um like or they had like a meet and greet or something like that a few weeks ago when the whole Toronto Media Art Center thing was happening yeah. um yeah. that was the last time I've been in Bento Miso so
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah I would recommend checking it out because that's like a hub for Toronto game developers, really, mm-hmm. <coughs> cool. Um, I don't have anything other than all that stuff. So we'll go, or we'll watch Daredevil. That's what I'm hyping up. Watch Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just go straight to news
3: time. News, news, news. <laughs> I'll let you do it this time. I totally, I totally just forgot about it completely, and it just jumped <laughs> into my head.
0: Just I think this game's the point now. where I need, uh, I need like the sound effects
3: like yeah a little little ticker tape or a little just whatever
2: we can just record dan going news news (laughs) news and then just play that
3: that's what we should do that's we've got we've got 30 of them now (laughs) we've got 20 of them at least
0: yeah i don't know when news time really because it started with rant time and then we dropped that too negative yeah it was it was too negative especially to start the podcast off
3: (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) um let's get all this crap out of the way first <laughs>
0: let, me, let me tell you what really pisses me off <laughs> um all right cool number number one. Oh wait i closed all these i'm an idiot
3: what oh, <laughs> oh
0: my god the way to drop the ball what
3: did patreons get in february Plus yeah. steve
0: <laughs> <laughs> nothing no wait they got a lot of
3: stuff
0: so uh as mentioned before patreon is a way to help you know fund the site i guess it's it's not money that I use to spend on myself. It's really just to pay for, like, the website fees and, and all that shit, um, which is coming up. Actually, it's one year is, like, in ten days or nine days. I think March 28th was the the day I I started com. Nice. That's Moving.
3: a big podcast right there.
0: Nice. Yeah. Actually, yeah, we should do something for that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll think some, <laughs> or just a, a drunk podcast. <laughs> <you> <laughs> might have to not record at nine in the morning then, <laughs> if we do that. <laughs> uh, so, what do Patreons get in February? So, uh, there's different tiers of Patreon, and it's similar to Kickstarter, like you you kind of contribute what you want, and to and it's like a monthly subscription. Uh, so, for three dollars, you get early access to whatever exclusives happen in that month. So, there was the interview with Joe uh, about Dark Tide that was just for patrons first, um, as well as this podcast every now and then there's one that I just kind of throw in like, uh, like last week's was we recorded late, so I didn't want to like post it late. So it just kind of went out to everyone. Um, but the podcast, any of the interviews I do, the, 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 the review, um, was early too. So any, any stuff that's like exclusive to the website, uh, is at least like a day early for patrons. Mm-hmm. And the big one this this month or last month I guess was joe's interview with uh for about dark tide and then uh the other tier is free games well, essentially you are paying and you'll get some games uh and last month was fortified from platform games, so that was like that was big that was probably like the first one I had where the game came out, and then it was like free for people or it was part of patreon so Shout out That's to Cloudflow Games, one. yeah! Shout out to Platford Games for hooking us up with that, nice. um, especially like right as the game came out. Um, and uh, it was that was the only one, but it was like a new release or whatnot. So, thank you to Patreons. I'm going to get the full list while you guys talk about Patreon or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a
0: Patreon. No, you're not. No, but you should be.
1: But I already contribute my voice. <laughs> Yeah, but, oh, right. but Dan does that, and he's a patron. He was a patron At, before he.
3: And I got free games.
1: <laughs> he was a patron beforehand. Yes, that's true. So he were evolved you? into a. Oh voice.
3: no, that's not true, actually. Yeah, you were. No, I became a Patreon like I, I was like three podcasts in or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you were definitely a Patreon before you became
0: a voice, though.
3: No, no, three. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> when? Uh,
0: okay, wait, hold on.
3: Let me, I all can, i know is i get free games that's all i know
0: i can look this up okay in, J- in july you weren't a patron. no this, this, this let me actually just thank the the current patrons yeah <laughs> that's a good
3: idea
0: <laughs> uh, dan thank you <laughs> chris anthony dan rory toby uh steven renaud tyler and lee Once again, Steven is not me. Um, It's another Steven. But thanks to everyone who helps contribute to the site. Um, It it does, like, help. Because the end of this month, I think, like, my renewal fee is, like, $300 American or something silly. So I've just kind of been banking it. I just have, like – I just keep it in, like, my PayPal. And then I just, like, use it to pay for the website or or something. Like, when I – yeah, so – uh, Dan, you were a patron in what month is this? September? Were you recording the podcast with us in September? Uh, I don't know. So. Hmm. I don't know. Like I don't about know August, uh, you were, oh, you were in August. All right. So you've been a patron for a while and on the podcast for a while. Yeah, I, right. I appreciate your help. Oh, buddy, it's so good. And everyone else's help. So,
3: yeah, it's 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 a really good platform, man. Like, I know. I know a lot of sort of music artists that I follow and, you know, synth tweakers and stuff like that that that, uh, are Patreon, you know, that use Patreon and and, and have Patreons and actually make a decent living Mm -hmm. off of it, right? And they get paid based on the content that they produce, which is – because I guess there's different models, right? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, you can do like just a monthly subscription. So, Mm -hmm. like someone just pays $5 – and they just get whatever is in that tier. And if it's like, if it for for me, for instance, uh, for all the exclusives, some months it might be like a couple of interviews, a review, all the podcasts, and then another month it might be like, well, maybe one podcast wasn't in there, and there was only one interview, and there wasn't any reviews or something like that. The other way you can do it is like if you're say releasing like a magazine, you just basically pay like ten bucks for every magazine that they come out mm-hmm. with. I know that's how the there's a Vita like website that I follow, the Vita Lounge awesome site if you're a Vita fan which no one is um but they they have uh they have patreon and it's basically just like you you sign up and you pay for like however many magazines that they like produce which is like once a month so you're paying like per magazine um so you can always kind of pay for artists or music people you can always pay like per
3: piece sort of thing cool man yeah that's the yeah that's the model that I see a lot of those guys using yeah um so I mean any,
0: any, and every little bit helps, but it's not the only way you can help. Retweeting, going to the site, telling your friends, sharing the podcast, reviewing the podcast, all that stuff—it helps in all its little ways. So, don't think that if you're not a patron like like uh, like Brett here, um, <laughs> that you're not like helping the site. So.
3: Yeah, anything, any yeah, even just clicking on links is helpful.
0: Like for instance, to to kind of put him on the spot, Jake is not a patron, but Hey guys.
2: You know, what's up?
0: <laughs> but you did the intro to <laughs> the podcast when I just said, Hey, anyone out there who wants to do the podcast or the intro for free, uh, do it and then I got an email <laughs> from you. So Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, so there's that's my that's my contribution. Bam, you know. there you go. Right yeah. music podcast. Yeah, there you go.
3: Very much, valuable contribution though.
0: How much would you normally pay for like if for like twenty
3: seconds of
2: music, that's uh, like,
3: uh, depends on the depends yeah, on the industry. Yeah,
2: yeah, depends on the budget. Depends on yeah. There's a lot of factors. Like if, go if the you're
3: track. doing twenty seconds for an advertisement, uh, that that reads a, a lot, lot different a than lot, yeah. than twenty seconds for uh, for a podcast or something like that.
2: I see. A world so the I answer have... is we're not
0: telling you. <laughs> <laughs> the world I don't know. So
3: yeah. So the answer is mind your own business,
2: Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: All just right. kidding number two <laughs> so thank you to all patrons um and fans of the site and, and why not and Brett thank you Brett <laughs> you're <laughs> welcome. Thanks, for, thanks
3: Brett for being Brett <laughs> I'll
0: uh, keep on doing that <laughs> uh number two Picnic Games Labs Picnic Games Labs launches grums on mobile devices uh so this is a free on iOS and Android so Brett you would be happy on to, it to, there, there you go oh, nice. uh Grums introduces the world to the first infinite stopper. Constantly on the move, press anywhere to stop and navigate the incoming Grums. Beware, though, as Grums comes in different types, checking your reflexes and play with. So it's a little, you kind of, you're like a little, uh, I guess, like circle or a little thing that just kind of goes up and down, and there's stuff, and you're always like moving, you actually like kind of hit the screen to stop moving, and then there's stuff that's like kind of coming to hit you, so you have to kind of time it so that you don't get hit. It's a nice little time waster, it's fun, I've, I've... Putting on and off, like uh, just chilling on the couch playing it. I'm,
3: I'm enjoying it. Nice. So, um, so the mechanic is you hold the screen to stop. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, like
0: you're always moving, and then you like tap the screen. Like you would hold the the, the screen to stop moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but as as time goes on, there's like more shit that's like kind of coming at you to kill you.
3: So, kind of related to to Dashi Square mechanic wise, it eh? was yeah. Dashy Square similar where you you touch to stop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah cool
0: so, um, so you check can, it out yeah so you can follow them on twitter you can download it for free on iOS and Android I'm assuming Brett's downloading it right now I am but my, my
1: phone's being wonky right now
0: what's up with this maybe it says it's has an Android
1: um, <laughs> it's been this whole week it's been all It's it's getting old <sighs> I have to get a new one
0: Jake, what kind of uh what kind of gamer are you? Are you are you mobile guy? Are you
2: console guy, PC guy, Android? IOS? Uh, that's a funny question because I'm a PC guy but I have a Mac. So I'm not really anything. But uh that's weird. Yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm actually I'm I've just started looking into building a PC. I'm gonna try and get all the parts picked within a couple of weeks, but uh so I can finally play games. Um but no, I, I used to be a console gamer. I have like a PS three in my house, but I haven't bought a game for it in like two years so mm-hmm. so yeah i guess i guess pc you know steam and uh blizzard are my friend so cool <laughs> do you play like do you are you a big mobile guy or no not really no because i have a iphone 4 so uh oh I'm dude little, I, yeah man behind on the times <laughs> you got a ps oh. you don't have you got a iPhone I got 4? a mac yeah <laughs> i'm like the saddest gamer in existence <laughs> <but>. <laughs>
3: Man, I remember, I had like a, just, I didn't even have a smartphone for the longest time. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Oh, like, I probably got, it doesn't seem like that long ago now, but I had a smartphone like way past college, like, haven't had a smartphone until like way past college, you know what I mean? (coughs) Yeah, my first, my first smartphone actually was the BlackBerry 10,
0: uh, when that came out in like 2012, I was, yeah, just like, maybe 2011, um. And that was like my first phone. I was excited to like play Angry Birds and, and shit. <laughs> uh, and I and I played some. And I actually I yo know, I liked the BlackBerry 10. It was a solid phone, but there just wasn't any – any of the like actual apps that I wanted. They weren't on yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, so after that, that's when I started getting Android. And then this iPhone uh, before we went to Japan was my first. Was my first like iPhone. So mm.
1: I think I've only had my I've only had a mobile device for like two years now.
0: Mobile
2: wow. device, like in general. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, really?
0: 83 three now.
3: Yeah. Damn, what'd you do beforehand? Smoke signals, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to say that, bro. Your name's TP Smoke. Come on. Yeah, yeah but that's different. <laughs> it's different when he's doing it. No, it's <laughs> just... That's... Oh, whatever. <laughs> we've, come a lo- we've come a long way. Let's, oh, just, let's just put it that way.
1: Yeah. I'm digging this Grumps game or is it grums or grumps
3: grums grums, Grum, grums.
0: with grums. a Z I like it yeah I like it too it's a nice little nice yeah, little time was waster nice s-
3: I
2: yeah,
3: always cut. sorry go damn or, oh, I wasn't saying anything. I think that was Jake
2: Jake hey <laughs> uh, I just said it has a nice aesthetic so it's good conversation can continue Sorry.
3: <laughs> cool yo have you heard about this okay no this is a tangent okay let's go on with the news <laughs> I'll, I'll mention it later because we have such awesome structure on this podcast yeah which, i'll cool. mention it later <laughs> oh all right
0: yeah i'm playing this nice uh number three uh check out four new minutes of pamela so yes. last on on the podcast last week i was like oh gdc is going on so nothing will really happen. No, that was that was wrong. So uh, they, you know, I guess I don't know how GDC really works, but my my understanding was it was always kind of for developers, not really for like journalists and to and to like uh, announce stuff and things like that. But that being said, people are part of different or groups, and so they kind of just show stuff with those groups. So Pamela is a from uh, NVYVE uh, Studios, NV. Um, NVV? I don't know. Um, But they're part of, like, Unity, I think. They're part of, like, the the Unity people. Right. I think. I'm not really sure. But anyways, they released, like, some new, like, kind of a gameplay trailer for Pamela, um, which looks awesome. Mm. There's no way my computer can run this. I really hope it comes to, like, a console. But (laughs) it's looking kind of like... A, it's they say it's a you know first person survival horror game. Uh, it kind of has like a Bioshock feel, like
2: mm-hmm. yeah. You know, yeah, this totally.
0: weird this weird utopia, like that's kind of not going so well. Um, I think Pamela is supposed to be the like because it's P dot A so it stands for something. But I think mm-hmm. she's supposed to be kind of like the the overlord android thing that kind yeah. of goes it's crazy. very system yeah Yes, yeah. Actually, that's what yeah. people compare it to. I, I've never played System Shock, so oh,
2: I've, I've it's seen a good that game. online. It's
3: this a good looks like it would be a dope VR game, especially with all like the mm. the like the hand and arm like superglove stuff she's got going on there. Mm-hmm. That you could look down at it and actually like tweak it with your own hands. That'd be awesome.
0: I agree, actually. <clears throat> um yeah, so I mean, they're they're working on this one. It's it says it's scheduled for 2016, like Steam release. So, mm. um, but it still says alpha. So I, I'm not so. Yeah, it's probably late late
2: 2016, right?
0: Yeah, I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah, this fall, this like fall or just like November, December. But mm. we'll find out. I hope Sony like sees this game and says, you know, bring this to PlayStation because I have no way of playing this thing. Time to get a new computer. No, I don't even I I have my work laptop which, you know, is yeah, not something I could really put that stuff on and then I have my old laptop from like 3 or 4 years ago. Mm. Um it will just melt. Yeah, it's that's really that's just my Windows machine for when I need Windows stuff, like yeah. My the school I'm doing right now is I have to use a Windows computer, so
3: I'm really feeling the music on this trailer too or this gameplay trailer.
0: Yeah, it's mm. nice and creepy and stuff. So
3: yeah but it's really simple. it's like really open the it's just a lot of like sort of ambiences and spacey you know that thought provoking piano sound. It's not too dissonant like like sometimes you get that sort of red herring kind of music where at dissonant stuff just kind of pops in randomly, and you're kind of wondering if there's something up ahead or not. you know what I mean
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: um but this is just kind of sitting there nicely, you know,
2: yeah, until stuff actually does start happening and then yeah. it gets all rising strings and all that fun stuff
3: yeah totally got a a couple of boys that's the thing too like you kind of you know that's where you can use music to its sort of biggest effect in games like this because Mm -hmm. you can you can do a red herring you can have the music do something you know signify that something's definitely going to happen and then nothing happens
2: yeah Mm -hmm. well that's one so the the horror games in particular it's like it's such a strong character the music right it's like it's as important oh, right as there. the atmosphere. Music talk with Dan and Jake. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right,
3: right at 3.30 on the trailer is basically exactly what we're talking about right now. Yeah.
2: So go check that out, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this game looks incredible. I'm, I'm really excited for this. And you're building nice. the PC so you can play it. Yeah, exactly, right? For Pamela. Oh, so excited.
0: So check. Uh, they, they've actually been really awesome with Dev Diaries and stuff like that. Uh, so much so that I haven't been able to keep up with it. So check them, check them on Twitter. It's NVYV Studios, I believe. Um, check the story on TorontoGamers.com because I'm, I'm sure I linked it. But uh, they've been posting like, kind of just dev stuff. I've, I've posted some of it, just like little like things on like how they do character movement and stuff. There was one really like one that was that was super interesting because it was like how do you handle with people when they're on different like levels, uh, like on different steps and stuff like that. <clears throat> cool stuff, especially. For me personally, who never really sees games like go from start to finish, um, I kind of get a kick out of the dev diaries. Probably for a different reason that actual devs would get a kick out of it by learning stuff. I'm just kind of like amazed at how mm-hmm. like art is created. I guess. <laughs> um, perfect number four. Uh, another one that we'll probably talk about the music below. Gets a new trailer and uh, some really creepy music. Actually, this this trailer is like pretty creepy actually, but uh Bear games is at gdc as well yep we've talked about below quite a bit it got delayed late last year so it's uh they actually announced it's it's coming this summer to xbox one and and pc Mm -hmm. um and they released like a new trailer and uh local local composer jim guthrie did the music for it and, and i listened to this and i was just like i was kind of blown away it's pretty pretty dope but we have two music people on the podcast, so maybe they can talk more about it.
2: <laughs> oh, well, I mean, Jim's awesome. Jim is amazing. Have have you guys all played Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Okay. Because that soundtrack is just uh it was one of the it was one of the ones that made me want to get into this industry, honestly. It was so good. So I'm really excited to see more coming out of Jim and Cappy. It's like this this game just looks beautiful. It's it's exactly my thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he. Yeah, that one track. Well, the Lone Star. That's a great track, off that mm-hmm. uh, Sword and Sorcery soundtrack. Yeah. Um. And yeah, this is, you know, no exception. He's he's always hip, he always does great stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the aesthetic is nice because, like, when I first looked, at it, I didn't really catch immediately that it was like 3D. This aesthetic because it looks so Super Brothers-y, but then it's got like, you know, the shadows going on and it just. It, it looks and sounds beautiful I'm really excited to see where this goes yeah, yeah man
3: totally
0: I'm pumped for it too I really hope it, I, I mean I'll I'll probably have to get it on Steam just because I really want to play it uh, I hope it does make its way to some other consoles at some point but like the Wii U yeah no uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: Get this on Steam when it comes out. So,
3: at the beginning, like when we first started watching Below stuff, there was a lot of I, w- I wonder if it was temp because there was a lot of sort of um, orchestral kind of things, or maybe maybe they, you know, that's still in there. But seems like Jim's flexing a lot of his synth muscles Man. on this trailer.
0: I'm playing. I'm playing the trailer in the background, but I have it like low, so I don't actually. I don't know if this will make it on the podcast, but it's potentially you're listening to the the soundtrack right now. <laughs> It definitely has that
1: synth vibe of that, like, 80s new wave.
3: Mm-hmm. Totally. it's But but it's, you know, there's a lot of... You could tell, like, there's some analog stuff in there and some digital stuff in there. Like, some of those leads. It's Which makes just,
1: me kind of think more about the game. Because, like, you see a dude with swords and, swords and shields, right? And I'm like, maybe there's a little sci-fi element to this game that we don't know about. Maybe there's totally. some alien uh, stuff going on, like, below... Like in the cave or something. Maybe there's something more sci-fi. Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe. Um, So
1: I'm just thinking, like, taking the cues from the music and then watching what's going on. It might be more of a sci-fi fantasy that we don't know about yet. So I actually think there's a lot of, like, from some of the elements, it's like, yeah, I think there's a sci-fi element in this game that they're not telling us yet.
3: Yeah, I'm stoked to see what happens with this man.
1: Explore, survive, discover this summer. So. I'm saying there's aliens going with it. Yeah, you can tell by the shapes. If you look at the shapes, (laughs) seriously. What does that mean, the shapes? (laughs) The shapes. The the, the environmental shapes, like there's these octagons and triangular elements, right? That's very hard-lined, which makes it look more sci-fi. So that's what I'm going with. There's All right, that's episode thirty below has has. Oh, aliens. I see what you mean.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah there's gonna be Spoilers. sci-fi, sci-fi alien elements in below. I'm calling it right now.
0: Okay, so what constitutes as an alien though? If there's just like weird underground creatures, um, wow. this, that's not alien. But yeah,
3: but if you go to if you go to around like uh 50 seconds on the trailer, I totally know what he means. Like that's pretty. Oh yeah, know. that yeah yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> that's pretty alien.
1: But yeah, Brett doesn't know what he's talking about. All right, <laughs> hey man, we'll see.
3: If I you got your back. Summer. I got your back, Brett.
1: Yo, that <laughs> whole scene in yeah the fifty mark—that's total sci-fi alien.
3: So yeah, there is some, there is some unidentified stuff going on there. Yeah. That's for sure. So episode, write this down. Episode thirty, you're calling aliens. <laughs> Call we'll it right we'll
0: revisit in the summer. I'll probably be. The boys
1: at Cappy are listening to this and they're like, oh
0: my god. It's like
3: Brett got he it. figured it out. <laughs> oh yeah, especially around the one minute mark too where the tentacles and like the crystals and stuff, like that is not some like renaissancey man made stuff going on there.
1: But yeah, what does Brett know? <laughs> <laughs> just just designs games for a living.
3: <laughs> yeah. No. Four, four out of ten.
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Pretty excited. Pretty excited. I,
1: I will review this one if you want because I know it'll
0: be a, probably a decent price. So I thought you didn't want to review games.
1: I'm going to counter review your reviews.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> review the
3: reviews. Review the review and just be like, mm, nope. That's it. It's that's, that's called, it. called a comment. Oh, yeah. yeah just, just make a comment because I don't think Steve comment. gets many comments. Make a comment. Yeah, comment on the stories. It's Here true it actually. Just,
0: like, people don't. I don't know if it's just a matter of people don't want to leave comments, or just because no one really does leave comments. But like, um, I mean, I, I never really share numbers of who, how many people go on the site, but the site does pretty well, mm-hmm. um, and and no one really like comments anymore or ever really. Um, I don't know. I, I, people
3: I, who go to the site are nice. Most
0: commenters <laughs> are trolls. Yeah, it's true. I'm surprised my far maybe my far cry primal one. I'm surprised it didn't get like basically just brett being like why this is eighty dollars huh? <laughs> is that my brett voice <laughs> maybe i don't know that's your brett internet troll invoice yeah it sounds like some like weird surfer
3: yeah some jock surfer dude
0: oh yeah like
1: dude why seven out of ten like <laughs> should be like a total four come on
0: bra. um you do say bra though you no. do say bra. a lot <laughs> i know and, right. and sometimes so cool. when we just diss you, your your entire response is just bra. Oh, <laughs> All right. Uh moving right along. Number five. Uh Severed's coming out soon. Uh, I will also include a platinum trophy. So this is this is a typical story of this is Steve's website because I don't think this would really make it onto other sites. But um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Drinkbox Studios guys were uh, on kind of funny games. It's Greg Miller and Colin Marotta, the p- former IGN people. They went out on mm-hmm. their own. It's actually where I learned about Patreon because they have their own. Um, and they had uh, they're big fans of Drinkbox Studio, as everyone should be. And they had I'm assuming they had them on the show. I couldn't find like any sort of archive stream or anything like that right. but he tweeted thanks for coming on guys everyone severed is about to be submitted to playstation and has a platinum trophy so being submitted to playstation to me says like it's close to being done and just needs yeah. to be approved by sony
3: mm-hmm. so it's like um, their lot check scenario i guess
0: That's yeah i mean i remember we talked about the same thing for Runbo back in the day mm-hmm. um they said that they're submitting and i think like a month or two later it was it was out so yeah we're probably in the final stretch here, so
3: I'm assuming it's. it's I mean, they probably want it before E3. Um, yeah, there's back and forth involved and stuff like that, but they've done lockchet before, probably on other <coughs> on other games, obviously. So
0: yeah, like, I mean, their their best relationship is with Sony because mm-hmm. all their games have been Sony console first, and then something else later so
3: i know a lot of the issues that pop up correct me if i'm wrong brett but like it you know is can you know obviously they're looking for bugs and stuff like that but they're also looking for just um continuity in terms of uh how how their brand is represented right like if there's a picture of the controller that it's the exact updated version and shape and if it's a picture of yeah. their logo that it's the right yeah. thing the right font and all that usually stuff.
1: usually on there's like usually multiple lot checks really but mm-hmm. uh and th- Sony will be like, oh, we don't we they'll they'll give you a giant like list of things that they'll want changed. And it really does come down to their brand and stuff like they'll go over the achievements, they'll go over the tutorials and other things like that that show their product everywhere. So but once you get past it, you're in. Once it goes gold, you're in. So Nice. But (laughs) I will predict that the game will not be out. Until it will come out around E3. That's what I'm calling. Mm-hmm. So June, like middle
0: of June. Yeah, middle of June or or July. <clears throat> yep. I'll say uh, I'll say end of May. Because
3: there's also a marketing aspect to it too, right? Like you you want yep. it to come out at a point that's sort of appropriate, um, especially if it's something that's anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I'm
1: still calling it as an announcement at E3, so we won't see it. I think Sony will use it as a Vita announcement if they do anything with Vita, so that's what I'm calling. And also, Uncharted 4 comes out in May, so they probably would like to not release at that time, because that's a huge release that will dwarf anything else. April
3: 26th, to be exact.
1: Uncharted 4? It just went gold, didn't it? Uncharted 4 is May 10th.
3: I, I saw April twenty sixth at uh, E. B. Games yesterday. Uh,
0: they got the it got pushed back.
1: I just oh, googled it. it.
3: It's May tenth. Oh, yeah. it got pushed back. Eh?
0: So. I think it got yeah. So. yeah. I think I, all their it, I think it got pushed back due to like distribution. I think I saw. Oh, okay.
1: Mm. But yeah, it did. It, it is gold now. Like they've been approved. So. Right. But uh, I don't think anyone will want to release anything against that that game.
3: So. <laughs> Jay, that might be you, what causes me to buy a PS four finally.
0: Do it. There's going to be Uncharted Four like bundle too, I'm sure. So
3: that's what I want, the bundle.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Jake, have you played uh Drink like we've we like all three of us have kinda of gushed about Drinkbox Studios on the podcast for numerous time numerous uh, episodes now. But Jake, have you played any of their games? Guacamelee? No, and
2: I feel bad about it because like I know Guacamele is an amazing game, but it's like when it comes to like just personally when it comes to platformers, I'm very, very picky with my platformers and I saw Guacamelee and I'm like, it looks beautiful, sounds beautiful. It's just not my thing though. Mm. So mm. yeah. But I haven't no, that's I haven't played any of their games. But Severed looks neat. Um I'm really digging the aesthetic on it, so mm. I may 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 have to start following it.
3: I, I played the demo at an EB Games like a few weeks ago, and I sent the guys a picture of me playing it. And they're like, "Hey, how'd you get it? Your hands on a copy of the game?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just playing a demo somewhere. <laughs> I uh,
0: I'm also excited that it has a platinum trophy. So that's a uh, typical Steve story right here. This is, this I don't think this has ever got reported anywhere else. But
3: there should uh, just be a game where just beating the game, just all, all it is, is you looking for a platinum trophy. Platinum. favorite day. game, ten out of ten. Yep, right that'd
1: there. be a ten. <laughs> we'll call it like Platinum Quest. <laughs> I'd be like all over it. I'd be down with that. And the main <laughs> character will have a giant beard, and that will be his powers. <laughs> Yo, I have I have some beard trouble going on right now, actually.
3: The Stephen Crane
1: story. What happened? Did to go on like fire or something? Like, no, my
0: <laughs> my. <laughs> like what is beard trouble? That doesn't make sense. My to m- me. my so. Uh, my mom's birthday is in May and she yep. hates the beard. Uh, and she was just like, yo, for my birthday, all I want is for you to trim, like, shave the beard. And, shave uh, it. Yeah. Like,
3: bick it or just trim it down?
0: No, it's like, get, like, basically get rid of it.
1: Oh, dude, when that happens, I gotta see you in real life.
0: I don't know if I can do it. Like, I just, that's gonna be so weird. I might just get her flowers or something. I can't like I'm sorry mom, I can't I can't do
3: that. <laughs> you can't just like like put it into like sort of a manageable beard yeah, why don't you, like, shape? Like beard bunnet or something. Like I don't know <coughs> what that's
1: think,
0: thing, but do something with it. <clears throat> I think at this point, like people are saying that I should kind of um braid it or or yeah. do something like that. I don't think people do that though.
1: Only so, like, people do I, all like kinds med- of
3: crazy stuff with beards. Yeah, metalheads like, do that. Yeah, metalheads.
1: <laughs> Like, if you're into heavy metal, do it. Have
3: That's you fine. seen those guys who, like, d- have the beard competitions? I remember Yo, one guy yeah. and he did, like, a bird cage out of his beard. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, it was no, so crazy. Wow. God, Dude, that.
1: make your beard into a flower
0: pot and put the
2: flowers <laughs> in
0: it and be like, happy birthday, mom.
3: I think
2: oh, I was, my God. I saw I one time
0: someone, like, made it a bowl shape and they had, like, cereal <laughs> in their beard. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> okay, just just do me a favor because this is actually hilarious. Google Beard Birdcage because he actually did it with his own beard around his own head. It's hilarious.
0: How could this be possible? What? That's a beard?
3: It's a beard. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, sorry for those of you who can't see this, but just Google it. Just Google when you get a chance. It's
0: crazy. It's actually crazy. (laughs) I'm (laughs) afraid.
3: That's almost morbid.
0: The one photo is so like a professional-looking photo too. Like wearing something, like he's wearing. Well, I guess he's wearing a mustache shirt thing, but it's like it looks like a professional photo. (laughs) I uh, I can't unsee that. That guy's beard is actually like incredibly long. Mine's nowhere near that. (laughs) Severed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is great. Great way to hype up severed. Severed coming to PlayStation uh, Vita. Being submitted soon. We'll have a platinum trophy. I'm I'm going to try to get the platinum in that game. I can't wait. Hopefully it doesn't. have Hopefully it's a good list. That's all. I'm,
1: I'm hoping that it comes out on the Wii U so I
0: can buy it.
3: Oh, there's I, lots of stuff to collect. Even in the demo, I was like, "Oh, Steve's going to love this game." Oh really? Yeah.
0: Nice. I'm assuming like, see, the reason why I think it's going to be May is like just because the Vita, like I mentioned this before, like no one cares about the Vita, so I think they just want to get it out and then just mm. like then pimp out the like iPad version and the tablet version and the wii u version if they're working on it like they just want to get this game out because like it was announced uh december 2013 i think right. at the first like playstation experience um and it was a game it, they showed like a, a video then so it it's been like being worked on for a while mm-hmm. I just feel well, like hopefully just,
3: it's hopefully you know that reflects in how deep the game is, right? That's what I'm hoping too. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, since we're talking about Vita, have you have you heard about Salt and Sanctuary? No,
0: I. Oh, sorry, I have. I've heard of it. I haven't like looked into it. All I've heard it's like a 2D like thing, like a 2D. Um,
3: looks like it's a new PS Vita game too. It's going to come out on PS Vita first.
0: Salt and PS4, oh, yeah, or, sorry,
3: yeah. PS4 first, and then PS Vita and Steam.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I think it already came out on PS4.
3: Oh, did it? Yeah. It sounds like a
0: 2D like Dark Souls game. Yeah. That's
1: pretty yeah. much it. A 2D Dark Souls game.
3: Two D Dark Souls.
1: It looks good.
3: It's it's interesting that that something even new is going to be released on the PS Vita that they're still actually making some games.
1: Well, there has to be money there, right? There has to be. Someone has bought it. Like, okay, there is Steve. So there is money to be <laughs> <Yeah>. made there. <laughs> there's there's probably other Steve like people who love the Vita. And are just dying for content, so there probably is money to be made. Like there has to be,
3: has to be, yeah. Cool, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm looking up how many units have been sold so far for Vitas. I don't think
0: they've actually ever officially announced. Um, like how much have been sold? I think the the general. uh, So
1: twelve million units worldwide. Yeah, for Vita's. Yeah, I was going to say like I thought the
0: I thought it was like kind of around 10 or 11 or so. So yeah, 12. Um, so,
1: that's not that's, pretty that's good. Not even bad. Like even if 1% and that's a horrible number to always pick, but 1% of that is still dope. So
0: they Sony screwed up so badly with promoting the Vita. Like they just they just don't know what they're doing. I should have <sighs> I should have done their shit. Extra yawning on the podcasting. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> I backed
3: away from the mic. My mic's just, <laughs> I guess, picking right, up more we'll, than I thought. We'll
0: move, we'll move right along then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're not an early bird. That's that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. it is like nine in the morning. So yeah. Um, number For me, six. That's early. I think six, five, six. Uh, last one. Uh, Woolly Walrus Games releases Block Swap. Uh, also free on iOS. No Android though. I don't think. Brett, sorry. Um, what. Block Swap has officially been released. We started this game over a year ago and it's been a labor of love ever since. We are really happy with the final pro- project and we might release more levels later. Oh, an Android version and premium versions are also planned for later on. For now, yeah. we are happy to finish. We are, for now, we are happy to have finished and released our first game. We've started work on our next game, Mini Lift, but we are changing the name of that project. The project should be coming out in a few months. We also have plans for a puzzle based RPG. We have prototyped that game at TO Jam 2016 in a month or two. So, uh,. Busy little beavers over there. Um, mm, I, sure I, I've downloaded Block Swap and uh, I'm quite enjoying it. So basically, it's like a <clears throat> you're like a little square kind of moving, and, and it's like a puzzle game. I guess the the gimmick or whatever is that while stuff will be blocking your way on one screen, you can like swipe or move to a new screen, and the and the blocks oh. are arranged differently. So you can kind of like you swap between each of the kind of screens. Okay, to get that to, makes like, sense okay. now. Yeah. Um, Jake, little birdie told me
3: that you. This had to...
2: game is really good, and everyone should go play it. I'm not biased at all.
3: I was totally going to say, did you write the music for this game? I did yeah. That's hilarious because I w- I was listening to it and I was like, I think Jake maybe wrote the music for this game. <laughs> Does it
2: sound like Jake.
3: It's yeah. For whatever reason, I was kind of I got I got a Jake vibe from this, and then I was like, I was like, no, I'm not going to say that because that's weird. No,
2: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I did do the music. You did do uh, the music. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. Um uh, it was, it was a fun project. The guys are great, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. It's kind of nice to just go back to like old school puzzle mechanics on a, on an iOS device. Cause it's like, there's like, there's no luck element. There's no, like, like it's just a puzzle game, you know, it's just nice mm-hmm. and simple, and, you know, it breaks your brain every once in a while. Like I'm like 40 levels into it or something. And it's like, I'm getting to the point where, it's just I'm so confused. It's but that's good, right? Like that's what yep. you want to. So did um, you do music and sound or just music? Uh, just music. Yeah, there's there's actually very little uh, sound effects in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, I would have, if they asked me, I would have done some. So maybe we'll like toss those in as an update or something. But uh, but yeah, it got uh put in eight tracks. There's a little music player in the bottom left hand side, so you can oh. like flip through the tracks and uh, pause it. I don't know why you'd ever want to do that. Yeah. But, yeah. It's
0: an ocean, <laughs> cool man, yeah. yeah, it sounds dope. I like it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it too. I'm I'm uh, level level twenty right now. Is the one I'm trying to do. So,
1: well, I'd love to play it, but no droid. Get to
2: no, uh, uh, get a new phone. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if I do get a new phone, it's like a Droid Seven, so <laughs> I'm I'm staying with Droid. I'm never going to iPhone.
3: So, so just out of curiosity, why why is it that you like Droid so much? It's not because they got better games, is it? No, I just, just like I just like, like Droid. Just yeah. like the user interface, the way you, yeah,
1: yeah. The, the iOS is pretty decent, mm-hmm. and I don't know the full, at the time, right? Like I, when I was looking for phones. They had the, the Note 3, right? That's what I have, and it's a big phone, and I wanted something big for my hand, and the iPhones at the time were not big because right, right. I have big hands, so mm-hmm. it's like I needed something that could fit my hand and work with me properly.
0: That was my thing. I didn't get an iPhone until they came up with the 6 the Plus or whatever. But the 6, yeah. I, need, yeah. I need a big phone. I'm a big dude too, so. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like, that makes sense.
1: I have a big hand, and I'm like, those little iPhones at the time just didn't work well. Most phones at the time didn't work well for my hand. That's probably another reason why I never bought one. Because that just didn't the user experience wasn't good for me um, until the notes uh, note three came out and I was like yeah this is this is kind of the phone I want so mm-hmm. but yeah and I'm just probably going to stick with it because uh, it's been quite reliable and pretty good all all around so why why switch
3: nice yeah Katie she had a, a full iPhone four. Mm-hmm. And then you know she's like, oh, I want to try something different. So she ended up getting like a Samsung Galaxy S whatever, like the newest yeah. one yet last year, mm-hmm. and um, and now she wants back. She wants back on the iPhone train.
1: Mm. But yeah. your whole house is a Mac house, right? Like my, place, yeah, it's my whole, place is a PC place.
3: And that's exactly why. It's because she's like she's got a Mac laptop. I use yeah. Mac computers, you know, like we've got we've got a Mac computer jukebox in the kitchen that we just kinda like use exactly. to play music. And so stuff. like if
1: you're like fully integrated with Mac for life, then I totally understand people having a Mac. Mm-hmm. But I'm a PC guy and the droid actually works really nice with my PC.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Um,
1: I would actually to be perfectly honest, I would love to try out a Windows phone eventually just because I'm a Microsoft guy. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see the integration between those devices. But actually, okay, I'm not a Microsoft guy because I do not care for the Xbox. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not like that type of Microsoft guy. But my PC is obviously Windows, and I would like my phone and PC to talk that, like more natively. So I wouldn't mind trying one, but... Uh, Microsoft needs, or whoever's making those phones, needs to make a better phone.
3: So, cool. Hey, cool. That's cool. That's, the,
0: that's the end of news time, and it is. News,
1: news, news. news. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that started. That sounded like the like uh, "Orchid of Time." Actually, oh, yeah? to me, it sounded like "All of Me." You know that? You know that song? All uh, of Me. What's that? Sing it. <laughs> Brett just sang it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right um i i once again i didn't give you guys a topic we don't have a specific topic but i have a conundrum that i would like to present forth and, and get opinions on i've already kind of posted it to twitter and i think i already kind of came to decision but the two to for me the big two releases this upcoming fall are mm-hmm. nintendo's system which i'm assuming is coming out like i i I assume that they just need to get whatever they have and just get it out the door for in time for Christmas. Um, Brett, do you agree with that or no?
1: I I I think we will see it at E3 and uh, yeah, I think I think they're going to have a Christmas. We're going to see it. Like
0: we're going to be able to buy it come fall. Even so. like remember when the 3ds came out, but it didn't have like this like the the browser or the store on it and <laughs> yeah. no games like. I feel like and and which made no sense because they released it like in March or whatever, so they could have waited. But I feel like for the NX, like they're like, we got Zelda, we got a new console, like let's screw, it. let's just release this shit for Christmas and get our like million, yeah. like get our sales, and then you know then we can promote a big like update in March or whatever when it's actually a completed console. Like I I think that's how it's kind of go down. Um Either way, yeah, whatever I,
1: I, I can agree with that.
0: Whenever it, whenever it's out, though, like I'm I'm copying it day one. NX. Uh, so if Nintendo's new console is in fall, PlayStation just announced their VR stuff. Uh, we've talked about VR a little bit on the podcast before, um, but they they announced like a bundle basically of of that's like five hundred dollars Canadian, uh, which is insane because that's how much the console is.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But I want both of these things. I heard,
1: I just read that there might be a new PlayStation coming out also. I heard what?
0: that, like the PlayStation 4.5 or whatever? Yeah. What? I feel like that just what? might be a slim, though. Like, Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I, I, my theory is that their system is not strong enough to handle VR, and that's what the 4.5 is, a stronger system, spec-wise, to handle VR, because VR is a fucking beast. Oh! And, yeah, uh... Ah, uh, it
3: broke my streak. <laughs> <laughs> it is a beast, though. I can't
1: can't deny that getting VR and the specs for it on your computer are just absurd. So, I think I believe that they will be updating it. So,
2: yeah, because don't most like PS4 games still only run at thirty FPS? Because they're just trying to like push the graphics to the max. Like, yeah. with that, it's like I can't imagine trying to run VR on that machine. So
1: yeah that, and that's the thing like I can't I can't, I can't imagine 90. either so
3: I heard for VR you need like at least 90 so that you don't get you know uh, yes. headaches
0: uh, yeah oh
2: for sure yeah
0: yeah I know the like when they when Oculus and HTC uh, Vive or whatever the other one is announced they're like you need like some dope computers to do it. Yeah, I don't know like computer specs and stuff like that, so I would just go online or talk to people at work, and and they'd be like, yeah, the PlayStation Four like can't do this. I'm I'm surprised they're doing VR. Um, so it's possible. I don't know, but and I haven't really E3 will be interesting because um, that's going to be the big draw of the of the show, and it'll, so it'll be interesting to see what journalists and, and everyone's saying about mm-hmm. the like PlayStation VR. Because I remember when the Wii was like announced and everyone thought it'd be like one-to-one and like all this cool stuff. And then people at, at E3 played it and they're like, it's cool, but it's not like one-to-one. Like red steel is not there yet. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I remember just being like, ah, they're wrong. They'll fix it. And then like, you know, it wasn't really one-to-one.
1: Well, they did fix it at least.
0: They did fix it like two or three years later, but, um, and ruined Zelda with it. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Hmm. So that's my conundrum. I think I've made the decision that I'm just going to save up and just like, just get both. But, um, that's just how I'm feeling right now. Like I kind of want both of those things. Like I'm I'm looking at VR and I'm, I'm looking at these games and I'm like, yo, if they patch like no man's sky to have VR, like you're flying around your spaceship, going to all these different planets. Like that is, that's a sick, immersive thing right there. Like that'd be dope. Um, I don't know, Jake. What's your what's your feeling on VR and stuff? Because we've talked about it in the past. Brett's not the biggest fan. Uh, Dan, I think you're kind of a fan or something. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'd love to. I mean, if I get to experience a really good experience with VR, then that'd be something. I haven't really had that yet. I've I've done a handful of VR experiences, and they've all been kind of that thing. Like step above Virtual Boy kind of thing where you're still kind of like yeah. getting a bit of a headache and you're kind of like, uh, this yeah. is kind of there, but, you know, it's not really fully, you could kind of see the, you know, like when a video camera takes a footage of an old monitor and it's kind of flickering and stuff, Yeah, that kind of a thing, and it just hurts your head.
2: Yeah, well, um, that's why I th- I think it's funny that, like, I remember, like, when the uh, Oculus came out and everyone's like, this is so expensive, I was kind of laughing because, like, well, this is, like, new technology. Like, this is just, like, this is the future, right? Mm. But it's funny because to be able to run, like, VR nicely, you already have to have, like, a beast of a PC. So Good. really, like, 600, 700 bucks, that's nothing to you if you're already spending thousands of dollars on a PC. Mm. Um, so for me, it's, like honestly like like 2016 is not the year of vr 2016 is like the year of vr for people who really really cannot wait i don't think that vr is gonna really take off for like another like two or three years once the technology is a little bit better once the price point's a little bit down um because right now it's just like if you want if you want good vr you have to like just pay so much for it because you you need to be able to run it at like high frame rate, you know, it's, otherwise it's just not going to feel good because I remember I've only tried the Oculus once. It was like granted, it, it was like a few years ago, but like I immediately felt like sick from hmm. like having it like it was a terrible experience. But and maybe that's like kind of like jaded me a little bit because I love the idea. I love the idea of being immersed in stuff, but I don't think it's gonna really take off for a few years. Yeah, well, I'm. I say ten years. It'll take. Well, off. Wow, really? Before,
3: yeah. before, before, maybe before it's like completely integrated household. Like everybody's got one, like a TV or something like that. I mean, when I don't know, it's we're gonna it's, move
1: on before I. You know, it'll it's going to happen in like I'm gonna say it's like five to ten years. It'll be a thing, but we're going to be moving so fast that it'll be a blip. Where it's like, oh yeah, that was a thing. Now we're onto something doper. Well, so.
3: yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, even with music, it's kind of like you know you have the sounds of the '70s and the '80s and the '90s, and now in the 2000s, it's like you know, a fad with music lasts a number of months. Seems that way, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Onto something else, and you no, know, like with with the VR thing, I mean, yeah, I could see it being a prosumer thing for a long time. You know, before anybody really. Before it gets widely adopted, that's for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: And we don't have killer apps. Like, there's not. There's there. There is some stuff that's been spilling out this week. GDC. There's been some interesting things. And it's like, oh, okay, this is cool. So it's pretty much going to be like survival horror twenty four seven. And you <laughs> yeah. know,
3: I think I think we're going to see uh, probably more of a proliferation of like the free roaming stuff before it gets more. Um, I
1: think we're. I think okay. Here's what we're going to see. We're going to see. Survivor, survivor games so uh, endless horde type games right mm-hmm. where you just keep shooting <coughs> stuff all day to see how far how many waves you can complete we'll see tons of that we'll probably see a lot of uh uh Sandbox games where they're just gonna throw a bunch of junk at you in a room And you can just play around with it and put stuff
0: in certain spots and you know have fun with it that way much like uh, Mod box from mm-hmm. uh, alien trap they They have a game like that coming out. Yeah,
1: exactly And like, I think we're gonna see those type of experiences mostly <coughs> and then we're gonna see a lot of crap experiences um, mm-hmm. Where it will be like you're in a car you can tilt your head around Um, or like just stuff where you're stationary and you just look around like we're going to see a lot of
3: like tech demos glorified yeah we're
1: going to see a lot of bullshit games where you're just sitting around and like yay you can move your head around but that's it
0: yeah see i think that's what we'll see a lot of where you're you the person are stationary but you're in something that's moving so (laughs) no man's sky you'll be flying in space there's going to be some underwater, underwater stuff there's going to be like a racing game, like you mentioned, there's going to be, uh, like you're in some mech and you're shooting just like a bunch of stuff. Like there I yeah. think that's like probably cause I came up with it. It's probably going to be the easiest thing. Like that's the, that's just the go-to for me. Like just yep. being mm-hmm. not easy. I mean, like, to, like coming up, like,
1: like no, I, I completely, Sony, I completely uh,
0: the Sony, uh, one, the, they just
1: showed a tank game with their VR set yeah. and you're still using the controller, like the actual ps4 controller to move to move and do everything so you're just moving your head around and stuff and it's like okay great <laughs> like
3: yeah but i mean in reality unless you have one of those sort of bases with, with the moving sort of you know those glorified track machines yeah. that you can move around it i don't know what they're called uh, but but the other thing is is the free roaming thing like i've seen people in like a huge massive sort of gymnasium with with the vr helmets on and they can actually free roam in that yeah. space and that's that's pretty cool. That would be fun to do. That's like next level laser tag or something like that. You know yeah. I mean? that's, that, uh, that's probably the closest you're going to get to the holodeck right there.
1: Yeah. And like I, I only care about the VR because it'll push us towards the holodeck. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, if I have to put up with this little blip of technology to get us to the holodeck, I'm happy. So it, well, will carry yeah.
3: on. I mean, we're getting pretty close. <laughs> like the free roaming VR stuff, is like is that's got to feel a lot like being in a holodeck if you have a really good system.
0: We'll get there. Cool. That's that's my conundrum right now because they PlayStation announced the pre-orders for Tuesday, but like the one the one package comes with all the VR shit you need. A game, yeah, they, I think. Uh, the PlayStation Move controllers and the camera. I already have the camera though, so I mean, mm-hmm. and you don't need the PlayStation Move controllers. You can still just use your own because yeah. the because the PS4 controller has a light on it or whatever. So yeah. Uh, I think what I'll do is just get the base one and then mm. there's going to be – par- there's apparently like a free game that's going to come out, like a de- basically a tech demo of like yeah. different experiences. Um, I don't know. I, I mean we got to see more. Like it's 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 March 19th and I'm talking about yeah. a purchase. In, like, I think the C3 three is
1: going to be like amazing because we're going to see a lot of – a lot of interesting stuff we'll see the new nintendo system we'll see sony's vr system up closer and we'll see xbox's hololens even more so there's there's a lot of interesting technology coming but uh yeah i'm only interested in the nx really and the hololens
0: hololens looks amazing i'll let you know what i think of the nx when i played in june yeah nice (laughs) (laughs) if they have it playable I hope they do. Like, I mean, if it's not playable, it's not coming out this year, right?
3: Mm,
0: maybe. You don't think like in June when it would like June is only like three months of what four months away from yeah I October guess November. True. So yeah, yeah,
1: it's true. Probably that. <laughs> I, should be I think they'll
0: just do a similar thing they did with the Wii uh, with with Zelda, where they're just like, Yo, Zelda's coming to both of them. Yeah. Uh, here's your here's your like ten. We use like like NX games or whatever, like just go crazy, blah blah. Mm-hmm. I think I think it will launch as like a half a system, like the 3ds did. honestly. Yeah,
1: actually, I, I kind of find it interesting too that uh, Nintendo's not even caring about VR. Like, they're not. Even, there's not even a VR thing on their radar, no. which is quite amazing to me. Which makes me also not believe in v- VR. If Nintendo's not involved, I'm not. I'm not really
0: on board. Well, they. Uh, I remember reading that the Connect, the people that like kind of came up with Shh. the Connect. Mm -hmm. um like went to nintendo first and they're just kind of like eh don't worry eh, not understood and then they went Mm. to microsoft and microsoft kind of absorbed them or whatever and then they released from my understanding i might be wrong Mm. but i remember reading a story like that uh and then look what the connect like came like nothing really Um, yeah dance games so oh i
1: i'm a firm believer that nintendo always knows what's up so
2: Yeah, because hasn't Nintendo lately just been trying to kind of, like, focus on making just, like, solid games instead of, like, gimmicks? Because I know that, like, a lot of modern Wii U games don't use the gamepad as much as, like, the first ones that came out. Like, it's just kind of more streamlined. I don't know. I don't play that much Nintendo, so. Uh,
0: Super Mario Maker used it a lot. Oh, Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: But, I mean, Star Fox, I don't think you want to use it yeah, yeah splatoon. I played splatoon and it was it was like no game pad at all, those except for the map which was cool but it's like it's just a little extra you could play without looking at so
0: yeah splatoon was awesome um the, the last thing they kind of like uh i guess rolled the dice on was was 3 d they released a console where you didn't need mm-hmm. glasses for three d and it was awesome i remember just like being blown away mm-hmm. uh the first time I saw it um and now they don't even like promote that you can do three d in their games and with their classes right like they it's just kind of like falling off the radar for them so i wonder if they kind of learn from that they don't want to like roll a whole console on on something because it worked for the wii they like motion controls like worked for releasing a whole console for that like for the wii but didn't really work for 3d so it'll be interesting i don't know i'm I'm pumped for that next i want to learn more i'm always interested what nintendo's doing because they're like just so secretive and they just they don't tell you anything until they, they just march to
1: their own drum man they yeah. just do whatever they want for sure and um they
0: just drop it on us and we're like oh my god <laughs> solid podcast uh let's let's wrap it up with the games we've been playing um which i don't think we have a song for uh brett. games that we've been playing <laughs> no
1: <laughs> brett what have you been playing oh We already do. I've been playing nothing but Stardew 24 7.
2: Nice. I see you you tweet
0: today at like 7. You're just like, yo, I'm about to play Stardew. (laughs) Join me on Twitch. I'm just like, bro. (laughs) Yo,
3: he's (laughs) getting the Australians looking at him play now. Yeah,
1: That's right. right. Yo, I I love that game. Like, it's it's, because I'm a huge fan of Harvest Moon, and it's pretty much Harvest Moon, but Stardew Valley. So, and I like eat those games up. And uh yeah, ten out of ten, buy it, get it, play it. It's only on Follow Steam. me on uh, T V smoke, watch me play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. So yeah, it looks that's
2: great. Yeah, it looks really great. If if I was into time sync games now, like like if this game game came out like ten years ago, it would have been my thing, right? Yeah, but exactly. it's just it I, I know that it's like a game that you have to invest a lot of time into and I'm like, eh. yeah. But it looks it looks great. I really like it.
1: Yeah, I'm doing, like, four-hour streams right now. Like, I'm just, oh. I just <laughs> oh, get, like, yeah. right into it. It's like, yep, there goes my evening. Because I, I just love those type of games. So, uh yeah, I'm I, that's all I've been playing. Um And oh, actually, I've been playing a couple mobile games, too, because I got back into Altos just for the hell of it. It was just
3: something I have to make my right? record, eh?
1: No, <laughs> not even. Because, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to try and just, like, start beating these quests and stuff like that and get the characters...
0: I'm so in. yeah, I'm just Damn, working on there's, that. There's no way I can even approach your your thing. Like I'll go on a good run, and I'm like, yeah, this, this is solid. And then it'll, it's like half. It's like sixty
3: uh, yeah. thousand. I know. I, I I don't know how that that one was. I just can't play it anymore because there's no way I can approach it either. I just got super lucky. I had like <laughs> thirty close calls in one run. I was just like, okay, nice. I'm done. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think like the best I've done is like thirty thousand points now, and that's it. Like, and I, I'm I'm trying to do it on one run just mm-hmm. so. You know it's fair, yeah, but uh yeah it's it's been just a game I've been playing just on the side whenever I'm just not playing Stardew, so <laughs> uh but, yeah, that's all I'm playing Dan, what
3: have you been playing? um, I'm actually been playing this uh retro city rampage have you guys oh, played this? oh, oh yeah. nice I, yeah, know, I know
0: of it it's, it's 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 Canadian, I think, is it Canadian? I don't think it's Toronto, but I think it's. uh Let me actually look it up while you talk. Canadian.
3: About it. Man, it's totally hilarious, and I just man, I, like I, I walked into the arcade. I guess for those of you who don't know, it's kind of like a like a scaled down eight bit GTA kind of thing, mm-hmm. and um, but but there's just a lot of character in it, and I I walked into the arcade the other day, and they have this one called uh, this one game in there called Super. Uh, super Virtual Meat Boy or Virtual Meat Boy or something like that and it's basically it's like a red scale like the old Virtual Boy mm. but your character is Meat Boy and they're just like ma- awesome. just mashing up a bunch of different things right and uh, you can actually play it in 3D too and, and like put 3D glasses on and it changes the you know the whole perspective of everything and it's mm. it's just done really well and and it's, it, lots of pop culture references all over the place like mm-hmm. re, you know you're not playing the game more than like two minutes before um uh, you know the the phone booth from uh you know bill and ted's excellent adventures pops down and you end up going into the past and then doc shows up <laughs> in his like you know in his dad's son or whatever <laughs> in his the, delorean i was just i'm looking on oh vancouver actually yeah, it's it's oh, fun, cool. man. It's like just, yeah, Retro City Rampage. Try it out. They announced a freaking DOS version. Really?
2: Yeah. Wow. That is <laughs> retro. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome.
0: They had a talk at GEC, learn how Retro City Rampage was ported to MS-DOS and on a 1.44 floppy disk. Wow. Damn. DOS brings me back, man. Yeah that's awesome I had, a, I had a Billy the Kid DOS game I played that shit all the time it was so good Commander Keen ah that that brings warm warm memories to my heart um
2: uh, all about that doom man all yeah about that doom. Mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah uh Jake what have you been playing uh whatever the well I've been playing Robo's World uh oh I nice got, yeah, I got to the last uh the last boss on normal and then I uh, after about an hour I rage quit. Uh, it's it's a hard game and I love it. Have have you guys played it?
0: I haven't uh, yet. Dan has a Dan has a copy of it because he's a Patreon. Patreon's got a copy of it. Um I, I also nice. I've I've pick, uh, I got a copy as well. Um I haven't picked I haven't played it yet. I want to. It's uh yeah. for those who don't know. Uh, it is Toronto developed, um, Blue Green Studios and Throwaway Games. We've talked about it on the podcast before, but no, I haven't played it yet.
2: Yeah, because it's it's got a cool mechanic in that, like as you go through the game, like the ship that you're on is slowly approaching your homeworld, and there's a timer that says like you know you have 30 minutes until it gets there, and then once it gets there, there's a population counter of how many people are left on your planet, and so you're Whoa. and like every time you die, it like like you get a penalty and and just by playing the game, it goes down, and then like by sabotaging certain parts of the ship, you can like prevent the population from going down for a short amount of time. But I got to the last boss, and there was like 100,000 people out of like 5 billion left. On the wow. Planet. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to beat this ridiculously hard last bot. I'm just playing on normal, by the way. Yeah. It's a hard game. Mm-hmm. And so I'm playing, and I keep losing, I keep losing. And then eventually, I, I look at the population counter, and it says zero. But the game's not over; you can still play it. And I'm just like, "Well, my home world's dead. So like, What's the point?" So I stopped. But wow, it's it's a tight game. It's got it's got really really tight controls. With um, that
3: level of uh, you know that part of the storyline, I could imagine just you know without intensifying any of the gameplay at all, just emotionally intensifying the game. Yes, one
2: hundred percent. It 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 wants it makes you drive for it. But it's a game where like if you're not careful about how you're platforming and, and you're not like very specific and like you plan out like, okay, I'm going to jump here and jump here and jump here. Like you're going to die over and over and then you get penalties. So it's like, it's pushing you forward, but you you have to be patient. I don't know. I think it's a really well done game. So <laughs> I hey, didn't it, know that nice. part of the mechanic. I, did, yeah, I didn't know that about the population thing. That's funny. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, I think if you play like easy, then it goes down much slower or something. Mm. Um, so you have more time, but yeah, it's a cool game. And uh, I also played some. Um, I picked it up for five bucks. A uh, party hard. Have you guys heard about it? No.
1: Uh, a, yes. I
2: have. think it's. I think it's Russian. Um, Russian de- developers, but it's yeah. basically it's. Um, it's a retro looking. It's got the '80s like synthwave uh, music, and it's. Uh, you play as a guy who just wants to get some sleep. So he goes to the party next door and kills everyone. And it's uh, yeah. <laughs> a fun time. It's Damn. Good. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Nice. Can't beat him. Weird? <laughs> Can't beat him. Kill him. Don't, hey? don't mess with Jake. Uh,
0: <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. I've been, I've been playing division. Really enjoying that. Still. I haven't, there's, I've just been wanting to, like, sit down and just, like, dive, like, five, six, seven hours into it. I just haven't had the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've only been playing, like, bits and pieces here and there. Uh, but Division's, like, benefiting from the fact that, like, all my friends at work are, are bought it as well. So we're, like, all talking about it. So I'm liking it. Uh and, you know, the the easy comparison is to Des- Destiny, and I think it's, like, a more solid game than Destiny was at launch. Um, right. And so I'm hoping that, like, you know, the patches and, and new DLC and stuff, like, kind of take division to where, you know, c- it can be. Um, but I'm digging it. And I, I just love, like, I love stories of, like, the world's just in shatters and and you're there to, like, fix it, or you're just in the world. That's why I love Walking Dead, the show. That's why Last of Us is, like, one of my favorite games. Like, I love those kind of stories. A mm-hmm. um, little bit of Twilight Princess, too. Got Block Swap. Um, some I got a Tap Tycoon, as well. Some Toronto games there. Alto's Adventure, still playing that every now and then. But Division's been kind of the, the biggie. Uh, I'm still trying to, like... I want to pick some time to Platinum, Far Cry, Primal, just to completely finish that, so that's, that's the mission this weekend to get the platinum. Nice. Yeah. Uh, perfect. That's, that's it for the podcast. Uh, cool. Jake, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah. Jake. Hey,
2: yeah. Happy to, happy to be here. It's fun. Good times.
0: <laughs> um, so if you want to follow Brett, uh, you can do so at TV smoke on Twitter at Brett Meeser, at game, dev drinks at hard circle. Uh, yeah. we're still waiting for that hard circle news, bro. It's coming. Actually. They're,
1: yeah, there's some stuff coming. <laughs>
0: nice. I've been
1: working on the website and things like that. There is
0: some stuff uh, brewing. So, nice. um, do you can follow Dan at Composing Dan. Yep. And uh, at dot Com. Uh, c- oh, CA, yeah, I think. <laughs> check, check the site. You're on the free <laughs> uh, and Jake, you can. If people want to, like, follow you, I know you said start a podcast, but if people want to check out what you're working on, what what's the good place to
2: go to? Uh, they can go, uh, I'm on Twitter, at Jake JakeButtonO, uh, JakeButtonO.ca, and uh, SoundCloud at JakeButtonO. Do you have to pay for SoundCloud, by the way? Uh, No, I have the free account. You can get a, it gives you, like, two hours of uh, upload, and, like, I think all of your tracks are kind of, like... Compressed so they don't sound great, but uh, once you get Pro, which is the paid, then all that is all of that's gone.
3: It's gone. Yeah, I think with Pro you can keep all your plays and stuff. If you like switch, you know, if you if you upload yeah, a new version of a track or something, yeah,
2: I've had to just yeah upload new versions and then label the old one like old version because I don't want to get rid of the plays, you know.
3: Right. I, in all honesty, I kind of I kind of hate SoundCloud now. Like I, I have, I mm-hmm. used to have, I think I still do. There's one out there somewhere but uh, I don't really update it or, or check it out because it just got to, to be such a spam fest. And I yeah. was getting spam from everybody, and I was just like, oh, I'm done with this, man. No,
2: exactly. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm sticking with it for now.
3: It's a cool platform because it looks pretty dope too, and their widgets and stuff are great to add to a website or anything <laughs> like that or share with somebody else. Um, but yeah, I just for whatever reason, I, like I don't dig how they don't have a volume Like, yeah, that's just the weirdest thing to me. It's like every single video or audio player has a volume option. You know what I mean? It's weird
0: yeah i have the podcast on soundcloud but i'm not really doing actually i didn't even upload episode 29 onto it uh but i'm not really doing much within and i think i went to upload episode 29 and it was like oh you ran out of your free space and i was like oh never mind i thought it was yeah like, with,
2: with only two hours of free uh, free space yeah
0: yeah like a podcast like this podcast is our we're on hour 16 minutes actually the longest one so i mean it kind of would just remove the other track so mm-hmm. i don't know Whatever. Um, you can follow the site uh, on Twitter at Toronto, at Toronto Game Devs. Uh, go to torontogamedevs.com. Review the podcast on iTunes. Please uh, share it, retweet, Reddit, all the good stuff. Um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Cool.
2: Peace. Bye.